Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dig. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Tuesday morning. And uh, even though race is changing over over in Dartmouth, it's still just coming down as rain here looking out the window of our Fairhaven studio. So it, it could just be one of those type of storms where it really depends on where you are at any given moment. But uh, if you can stay off the roads, stay off them. It's going to turn to snow everywhere pretty soon. Oh, you know what? I spoke too soon. Now I'm starting to see some flakes mixed in. And... Um, once uh, really kicks in, it's going to get dangerous. So if you don't have to leave, don't. If you have to be somewhere, leave now. And then uh, the road should be hopefully okay by the time you have to leave at the end of the workday. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Reverend. Good morning. How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? I'm very good. I managed to call in yesterday to the doctor and... Explained it all, and she said, "Wow, a lot of people called before you. That explains why I couldn't get the line right away." But so I think a lot of people canceled. It wasn't just me. She managed to fit me in for tomorrow instead, which is I'm all set with that. Oh, there you go. Worked out well then. Yup. And I ran out early today because I wanted to do some walking before this whole mess started. I came in a few minutes ago to make my coffee. Today, I would like to bring up a few names that I miss out here on the radio. One okay. is Dirty Deb. Mm-hmm. I, I miss Dirty Deb a lot. She was almost like me. Say whatever's on your mind, doesn't matter who you were saying. Oh, yeah, she had no filter, nope. Oh, no, I loved her so much. Never I, met her, sorry about that. You know? I think about her pretty much every day. There isn't a day that goes oh, by yes. that she doesn't pop into my mind. She was great. Huh, Rochester. Uh, <laughs> I miss Evan Russo. Mr. Russo, mm-hmm. were you there? I don't. Were you there? Uh, Evan's the one that actually brought me here in the first place when he brought me in to oh. be a contributor on a sports show way back in 2002. Oh. Wonderful guy. His his voice. I mean, I, I like the voices. You know, I like yours. And his voice is embedded in my head. I can still hear him. I never saw him. Don't know what he looks like. But uh, still today, I still don't know what happened. I mean, I know he passed away. Do you know what it was? None of my business. But 
Um, I don't I don't remember correctly. I I want to say it was a heart issue. I know that he had a couple of different health issues uh, oh. toward the end of his life. But he 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 was a guy that you know he lived and breathed the South Coast community. Oh, he was he was great out here. Another one, not not moderated, but uh, there was a guy that used to call a lot. His name was Chuck. I believe he was a school teacher at one point. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yep, Chuck. He was an old guy. I know his voice too very well. I can yes. still remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was another guy named Paul. I think it was Paul. And I don't know if he was a teacher too, but he called a lot and then he just didn't call no more. Yeah. He used to call way back. He used to call the sports show all the time. Um, I, 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 I talked to him a lot over the years, but yeah, I don't know what oh, happened I, either. I, I thought you would remember them. I mean, and then. Uh, whatever happened to Dave Kane, who used to cover once in a while? All of a sudden, he stopped. The guy that lost his son in the fire? Yeah, he started working in another station. So he doesn't cover no more for BSM? No, he works in Rhode Island. Yeah, he was a controversial guy, too. Dave was another guy. No filter with Dave. He's he's great. He, he will say whatever right. is on his mind. <laughs> I had it out with him a few times, but... I never hated the guy. You know what's interesting, Mary, is I was writing an article yesterday about that V66 music video channel that used to exist in Massachusetts, and there was a documentary made about it, and the... One of the producers on that documentary was also the producer on the documentary about Dave Kane's son. Yeah. And I I remember he had wrote a book about his son, something about, uh, I don't know, ESP... 41 Signs of Hope. 41 Signs of Hope was the name of it. Yeah. I, I miss listening to him a little bit. Now, there was one moderator... And now I don't think he was actually at the station. I think he just came on like other shows come on. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he was over there. If he was, it'd be a surprise to me if you tell me he was. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't stand that guy. And I'm sure a lot of women didn't because he just hated women. He would say things like, whatever's wrong with you, whatever problem you have in your life, it's your mother. You must blame the mothers. He just hated women. And his name was Roy Masters. And I know he's dead. He's dead now. Do you remember that name? I do not. Oh, you can look him up. He's, he used to like to hypnotize people. Too. He was very famous. He wrote a lot of books. And one day I looked up, uh, I just typed his name in to see if he was dead or alive, and he was dead. But he has a whole list of all podcasts of all shows he ever did on the radio. And WBSM used to put him on, and we were able to call. And no matter who called in, he would turn around and say, blame your mother for it. Women are evil. Uh, that guy was bad. The women, like myself, I mean, we just couldn't stand him anymore. And I, and then one day he disappeared. He was off there. But uh, yeah, if you look up, you'll see uh, that very controversial guy. A little nuts too. <laughs> I actually listened to a couple of his podcasts yesterday. My my laptop went down, so I don't do much on my phone as far as the internet because the screen on my phone is so small. I can't make out the script sure. with my eye disease. So now that my laptop's down. Uh, until I have my son look at it or just go and get another one. It might be a while before I'm on the internet. But I looked him up before it went down, and I got to listen to a couple of his podcasts. And, uh, and, it, was, and that was it. it was just as uh, just wanted, infuriating as you remembered, was it? Oh, uh, Roy Masters, what a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> you look at And if other listeners remember, especially the women, if they called in, I'd like to see what they have to say about him. Thank you for taking my call. All right. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. And uh, if you want to call in and chime in, you can do that. You can also send a Snapchat messages 
on your open line voicemail. Sorry. You can send an app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. That's what happens when you're looking out the window and try to watch the weather as you're talking at the same time. I can't do two things at once, apparently. Um, but I'm still seeing mostly, I don't know, here comes some more flakes. Every time I'm about to say, I'm still seeing mostly rain. Uh, so it looks like it is starting to change over here in Fairhaven. And just about right on time. You know, they said in the 7 o'clock hour, we'd start to see changeover. In the 8 o'clock hour, you're supposed to start to see some snow accumulation and then by the time you get to nine or ten o'clock it's going to start to get to the point where you don't want to be on the roads if you can help it so uh looks like just taking a look over uh, across the way too it looks like uh stop and shop's already pretty busy probably some people who said you know what if the storm's going to start a little bit later i'm going to do my french toast shopping in the morning as opposed to the crazy lines that apparently were going on yesterday i saw a lot of uh a lot of posts on social media complaining about Market Basket, that uh, Shaw's in New Bedford was also packed. Uh, somebody who was at the Dartmouth Stop and Shop said that they waited in line, which I got to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever waited in line in the Dartmouth Stop and Shop. So there's um, there's something to be said for those who say, you know, I'll take the chance and, and go in the morning if I can. Today it actually worked out for you. I don't know. I don't I don't feel the need to run and get a bunch of supplies when I know it's going to snow. Those days are over of where it would take weeks to get replenished. You know, when the blizzard of 78 happened, I've heard stories from family and friends that say, oh, yeah, it was like a week before I could get a gallon of milk. Those those kind of delays don't happen anymore. And even if they did, you'll be okay without milk for a couple of days. I just don't get the panic. I do get the desire to, if you have to do your shopping anyway, to get it done. I try to do my shopping on days when I know it's not going to rain, let alone snow, because of the damn paper bags we got to use now. You get one of those paper bags, you push it from the store to your car, load it into your car. Okay, fine, it might dry before you get home. Then you get home, you got to open the car, take out the bags. By the time you get into the house, it could fall apart. But I don't understand the rush to go and buy the eggs, the milk, the bread. Or whatever else it is that you feel that you need is an essential for a storm. I understand the run on rock salt. And de-icing agents and the different things you throw down on your driveway or walkways. I understand running and getting a shovel. In fact, I went and got my shovel, dug my shovel out of storage and looked at it and said, oh yeah, I forgot that it cracked at the top. Well, hopefully I can get one more storm out of it. Because I wasn't going to the store and trying to buy a shovel the day before the storm. First of all, if you can find one. Secondly, it's going to be like 25 bucks. And hopefully this is the only time you got to use it. But it's still coming down very lightly. If you got to get somewhere, I would do it now. Get out there and get to where you've got to be safely. 
Let me see here. We've got a not bad in Oak Bluff sends in an app chat message that says, good morning, Tim. Mary Shaw brought back many good memories with her name drops. Thank you, Mary. And uh, yes, absolutely. I, was, I wasn't kidding when I said there isn't a day that goes by either when I don't think about Dirty Deb. Because even as much as you heard her on the air, she called in even more than that. She, when I was working in the newsroom, she would call every night and just, you know, want to chat for a couple minutes just to check in. And she always ended it, she called me spooky. Pick up the phone, newsroom, spooky. And then she'd go into whatever was on her mind that day and asked me how I was doing, asked me how my son was doing and what was going on and all that kind of stuff. And then she ended every call with, all right, Spooky, I love you. You drive me nuts, but I love you. And then she would leave a message for Taylor when he came in in the morning. And most of the songs that I play... When I play, you know, all these little, all these bumper songs, I just think of Dirty Deb. Because she always loved the music. Of course, she would call up and make requests, and I'd have to tell her, this isn't a, this isn't a request line station. We're not a music station. But I'll never forget, I played Screamin' Jay Hawkins, and she had never heard it before. And then she became a huge Screamin' Jay fan. So at least I could spread the word of Screaming Jay to one person. But yes, Dirty Deb was a, a treasure. Speaking of treasure, she was forever coming here and dropping things off. I don't know if I've ever gotten into some of the Dirty Deb gifts that were dropped off. Some very strange things. I think much of the audience is familiar with the fact that she gave Chris McCarthy a giant Indian Statue. She was always bringing in little trinkets for everybody. She would make t-shirts for people. One day she came in, I think it was just before Christmas, and she had leather vests for all the hosts. Like a leather vest, like a, like, you know, like you would, like a biker would wear or she brought in leather vests for everybody. Don't know where she got them from. Didn't ask. She used to love to bring me corn because she knew I loved the Rochester corn. So if she was driving by the, the farm stand, she'd stop and get a couple of years of corn and bring me that. And one of the most interesting Dirty Deb drop-offs is every now and then she would just drop you off some Wendy's couple of cheeseburgers or some chili. She would go to Wendy's to, I don't know, probably to get herself something. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to bring over to whoever's over at WBSM. That's just the kind of person she was. And we miss her. But she's, it's like she's always here with us. Same with Evan. I mean, I say that all the time about Evan, that he's here. Evan was very interested in the paranormal. He actually helped us get Spooky South Coast off the ground when we first started. 
And he would tell me even then that this place was haunted. And I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't hang around and, you know, he loved being here so much. Anyway, 508-996-0500. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. today getting reports that it's uh it's changed over to snow in the west end of new bedford that it's changed over to snow down in sconnecat neck so further down the road from where i am and um i'm keeping an eye out here i can see that it is snow but it's not it's not uh, accumulating yet it's still there's still looks like there's still some raindrops mixed in because i'm seeing the raindrops landing in the puddles so it's hard to tell because the, the parking lot lights went out and it hasn't become light enough out there yet to really see the difference. But it doesn't matter. Snow is happening. Now, is it going to happen to the extent of what they're predicting? Are we going to get four inches? Are we going to get six inches? Are we going to get eight inches? Are we going to get more than that? Most of the forecasts seem to peg us right around between four and eight inches. But the important part is to do your part and stay out of the way so that they can clean this up and make sure it doesn't get to us, especially important with a storm like this because with the rain before the snow, we're going to have that heavy, slushy snow and there's the potential for it to freeze over and cause all kinds of icing and all kinds of issues. So we want to make sure that the crews can get out there and treat the roads. They can plow, they can sand, they can do what they've got to do. So if you can stay out of the way and stay off the road, please do it. If you can work from home, do that. If you can take the day off, even better. Pretty much all the schools are closed today. Some are choosing to have remote learning days, which, come on. When was the last time you had to give kids a snow day? Just give them the snow day. It should be built into the calendar. Say to the kids, oh, yeah, you have to do remote learning today, but you'll get out a day earlier in the summer. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking about the fact that, you know, they go to one school and then their siblings are in a lower grade and they don't have to do anything while they've got to have a remote learning day. Come on, just give them the snow day. And then meanwhile, everybody else is thinking, gee, why couldn't this happen next week when I'm a school vacation week? Nothing was worse when you were a kid than having a snow day during school vacation week. What a ripoff. 
I remember February vacation, I think it was my sophomore year. We had a really big snowstorm and we went over to our friend's house and that was like, we were all excited to hang out and, you know, have a day to hang out and spend together. And then about halfway through, we're like, hey, wait a minute. This is kind of a ripoff. We got a snow day during school vacation week and then we were kind of upset about it. Anyway, it's time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Phil Devitt. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Former President Trump wants the Supreme Court to extend the delay in his federal election interference case, claiming that he has immunity. He's currently appealing a ruling from the D.C. Circuit Court that he doesn't have immunity from the charges. Trump believes he can't be charged because he was still president when he allegedly sought to overturn the results of the 2020 election. The trial was originally scheduled for March 4th, but that's already been pushed back as high courts consider his broad claim of immunity. President Biden is cracking jokes about his memory following the special counsel report that raised new concerns about his age. While speaking to the National Association of Counties Legislative Conference in Washington, Biden joked that he's been around a while, adding, quote, I do remember that. His comment comes after the report released last week cleared Biden of criminal wrongdoing in his handling of classified documents after leaving the vice presidency. But the special counsel in the case characterized Biden as a, quote, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory who had diminished faculties in advancing age. Police in Houston are releasing more details on the shooter at Joel Osteen's megachurch. Early reports say the shooter, Genesee Moreno, had a history of mental illness and was involved in a dispute with her Jewish ex-husband. Authorities said Monday she had an anti-Semitic background and a sticker that read Palestine was attached to the butt of her rifle. Moreno entered the church Sunday with her seven-year-old son before she was shot and killed by off-duty officers. The boy was shot in the head during the shootout and is listed in critical condition. Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash drivers are set to strike on Valentine's Day. Drivers Group said Monday they're seeking fair pay. This is the first strike call since Uber and Lyft went public in 2019. Group said drivers are going to picket outside airports and Uber offices. The Justice for App Workers Coalition, which represents about 130,000 drivers, said drivers won't provide rides to and from airports between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in nearly a dozen cities. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. apologizing to his family after a Super Bowl commercial in support of his presidential campaign. He wrote on X that he's sorry if the ad caused any pain to his family. Kennedy said the American Value Super PAC created and aired the advertisement without his campaign's involvement or approval. His cousin, Bobby Shriver, criticized him on X, writing that their family would be appalled by his, quote, deadly health care views. Despite Kennedy's apology, his ad remained pinned to the top of his X profile as of this morning. Familiar face is back on the air at The Daily Show. John Stewart now hosting the Comedy Central show on Monday nights. The former host will be back behind the desk through the 2024 November election. We're going to have so much we're going to talk about this year. Uh, uh, obviously, elections. Maybe we'll talk about China. Maybe we'll talk about AI. Maybe something a little lighter, Israel-Palestine. Uh, who knows? The Daily Show had been using guest hosts following Trevor Noah's departure in December of 2022. Stewart ended his first run as host of the Comedic News program in 2015 after 16 years. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins at TD Garden tonight to play the Tampa Bay Lightning. That game at 7. And the Boston Celtics 
to play the Brooklyn Nets tonight at 7.30. The big story here on the South Coast today is the weather. Here's your forecast with ABC6. We have the changeover from rain to snow this morning with temperatures in the mid to low 30s. Winds will be picking up as we head into the afternoon hours, expecting between 6 to 9 inches in snow accumulation by the time this storm system exits the region, which should be late afternoon today. The temperatures will be in the mid-30s this afternoon. Conditions improve overnight tonight with gusty winds. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. you have fun tonight and i hope that you can wang chung but just don't throw out your back wang chunging because you might have to shovel so you don't want to you don't want to have that wang chung injury while you're trying to uh remove some of the snow 508-996-0500 by the way that video wang chung everybody have fun tonight reminds me of V66, and I'll get back to that in just a little bit. But right now, let's take a phone call. Again, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Shawnee. You sound a lot better. Thank you. How you feeling? I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm pretty tired, but doing all right otherwise. Oh, yeah. It makes you tired, huh? Yeah. It'll be a while, I guess, before that fades away, so. Um, yeah, well, I wish you all the best. Thank you. I hope it gets 100% recovery back. Anyway, you know, I miss Dirty Deb, too. I loved her. She was she was one of a kind. She really was, and, and she was, you know, such a character, but that wasn't a, an act. That was who she was all the time. Yeah. You know what I wanted to talk to you about? Um, um, that um, person who shot in the church. Now, when when they say the person was a transgender, that's what Barry was reading it yesterday. 
I didn't hear that. I I heard it was a yeah, woman, Gabby, but I I haven't I haven't paid attention to the story since yesterday morning. So, Gabby read that on the on the air. The person was transgender, so that means if if the person was identifying as a woman, that means it was a man that became a woman. Uh yeah. If somebody's a transgender woman, yes, they were they transitioned into becoming a woman. And the and the child. Well, I wonder if the child was biological. I don't know. That's that's sad anyway for the boy that got hit in the head with a bullet. But um, you know what I'm concerned about? I don't know too much about this. Uh, I don't pay that much attention to it, but I know at one point Barry was pounding on the transgender thing quite a bit on the radio. But um, uh, the church I go to, he continues to pound on it, you know what I mean? And it's like every, almost every week, uh, men don't know who men are anymore. Women don't know uh, what they are anymore. And it goes on and on. And I, I'm getting, like, nervous, even though there's a cop at this church. Because this world's crazy. And you just don't know. You know, somebody can come in and just start shooting it up. Well, this that, this, that, that, this person... Well, wait a minute. Well, say this person seems to have been motivated by the, the Palestinian conflict because they had Free Palestine written on, on the gun. I know, but it's also Barry said was transgender was involved. But, so that does, I, so, I, but that doesn't mean that that's why it happened. You're making a huge inference. Well, come on now. But the thing is, what I'm trying to tell you is that people get upset about a lot of different things. And the person supposedly had mental illness. Okay, that's what it's saying on your news just now. So the bottom line is why I'm concerned is because I just don't think that the pastor should keep pounding on it because, listen, nobody is supposed to judge anybody else in this world. God is the judge. Okay, nobody that intervenes in between is the judge of anybody but the man upstairs, number one. Number two, if you want to choose to do that in your life and have... Uh, according to the Bible, that it's a sin, then that let that be it on you. Why should somebody keep... In fact, I want to confront the pastor on this because I don't think it's right. God is the judge, nobody else, number one. Number two, it is in Romans. I don't know the exact scripture. And all he has to do is reference that it's in the Bible and these scriptures and let it go. If the person... Some, uh, in fact, there's a person that went to that service that I'm talking about and felt uncomfortable because of that and left going to the church. But, I mean, I don't think it's right. In other words, let God judge these people because everybody has to account for their own sins in this world. It kind of you know all I mean? boils. It kind of all boils down to one rule that is, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't have to believe in any particular religion to believe in this rule. Uh, this rule is, uh, you know, certainly one that applies to everybody. Just mind your own business, and if everybody does that, the world's a lot better. <laughs> yeah, funny, it's true, but nobody does. No, but the thing is, the thing is. This world's crazy now. You know, people are, you know, uh, like like what just happened over there in that church. And that poor boy suffering with a, uh, with his head is in critical. But, you know, th I just don't think it's right. I don't know. I might, I might say something about it because it's enough is enough. I mean, if you keep doing it every single week, you just might trigger someone who has mental illness, who's struggling with transgenderism, and, and that's it. I mean, it is real. 
what I'm saying makes sense. It really does. And if you're if you're it. there to if you're there to help somebody, who who is helped by getting yelled at? as opposed to getting help by talking out issues. You know what I mean? Like, uh, th I always go back to, to my my uncle's form of discipline he had with my cousins. He never yelled at them. He never hit them if they did something wrong. What he would say is he would say to them, you know, I'm, I'm really disappointed in, in what you did. And that struck them so much harder than I think any slap or, or punch ever would have. And to them, that really was like, whoa, gee, I didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, a dad would be disappointed in me. And then that allowed for a dialogue to happen rather than just being punitive and, and, and punishing about it. So I think that's the problem is we just, we want to make judgments, like you were saying, about other people that have nothing to do with us. And then we want to dictate what that situation is rather than actually have a conversation about what the situation is. Yeah, it's really starting to turn me off that part about it. Oh, well, okay, I'll be listening. All right, well, you have a good day, and uh, try to stay safe out there with everything going on with the storm. I'm not even dealing with it. I'm the just best way to be. It, riding it out. That's the best way to do it. Thank you. All right, take care. And bye-bye. If you want to call in, 508-996-0500, but I'm going to take a break. And now you can definitely tell that it's changed over to snow as it's falling down. So um, make sure that you stay safe out there and stay home if you can. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Jim. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Not bad. Getting a wet, flaky snow in uh, in Arizona. So not uh, it's coming down, but it's uh, it doesn't look like the type that's going to stick for long. So. Anyway, um, you know, on the uh, shooter thing, um, I think the last discussion you guys just had, uh, the, the shooter, it had nothing to do with gender or any of that stuff, or the person was very, was mentally ill, had been treated for mental illness for years, mm -hmm. and um, it wasn't an issue whether they decided to put free Palestine in their, their weapon or anything like that. This was clearly a mentally ill woman that um, that uh, was, was known to her family and people around her, and... Um, why she acted out um, the way she did? She brought her child to the uh, to the to the shooting, and you know uh, it, that's where that's the start and the finish of this whole thing. I, I know that there's you know people try to construct that this is a you know a, a terrorist activity and all those things. Yeah, it's terrorist because she shot. But the bottom line is the woman was mentally ill, um, and I I, I don't want to project. I wouldn't want to project other things on on someone that, uh, beyond that, I mean, uh, it's not part of a sleeper cell or any of this other garbage and it right. didn't have and, to do with transgender. And as you know, when, so. when people have mental issues, sometimes they respond to the stimuli that's around them, you know, in the scope of those issues. So that is something that you laud, you, glo you glom onto, even though it's not something that matters to you, but it just gets in your head. You know, because you're having yeah. trouble filtering out what are the the right thoughts to have. Yeah, I, t I totally agree. I, I I honestly think that everybody in their life at one point or another has a has mental illness or mental challenge, and uh, they, a lot of people can get through it or whatever have different methods than other people can't or other people it's chemical. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, but you know, I think a lot of people also try to see these things. They like to put them in nice boxes, and you know and help to justify their political position. Um, and that, that's not, again, let's just, let's, you know, if you go to church and you, you care about people, let's care about the, I hate to say it, but you have to forgive people. And um, uh, the, the, the woman was, uh, I'm sure she didn't want to be mentally ill. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, 
I, I just wanted to comment on that. All right. Well, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. You bet. Take it easy. And uh, if, yeah, I was looking at a couple of stories during the last break there, and it seems like the woman had problems with her ex-husband and with some members of the family, some of whom are Jewish. And so the investigators thought that that might be why she would put that sticker on on the rifle, that it was, you know, but they don't have any signs that she was ever involved in anything in that political sense, but that it was more just because of, and, and listen, you know that that happens with people that are mentally ill. You've seen it happen where they become hyper fixated on something that they don't really care about, but it becomes, it, it, it envelops them and it encompasses everything that they're, they're, they're thinking about and doing then. And then in terms of the, alleged transgender side of it from some of these articles I was looking at. That confusion comes from the fact that with her criminal record, one of her aliases that she would use was she used a male name. So it seems like it was more for the criminal aspect of things than it was any kind of gender identity issue. And listen, that happens all the time. There's a lot of times we get police reports, arrest reports, and somebody's, you know, because we will sometimes have to reach out to police departments to get clarification on someone's gender. We don't so much anymore because it's just the police can write back, well, we're not sure either. But in the past, we would say, hey, you know, I don't really know what this name is. Is this a man or a woman? And we would ask that so that we could use pronouns in the story. So we would say, you know, um, it's her second time being arrested or his first time being arrested. You know, so like we would look for clarification on that because, again, they don't always give you mug shots and mug shots don't always answer that question either. And you will see people who have their name and then their aliases could be something that you would think is a different gender than, than who they are. It doesn't mean that they're transgender. It doesn't mean that they are struggling with their gender identity. It just means that they use a different name. And it could be a matter of they commit those crimes online using that name. So it doesn't even matter what they look like or how they dress. Or how they portray themselves. And in other cases, it could be if someone feels like they could, you know, put on different clothes and, and be believed as a different gender. Well, that helps keep suspicion off them. It wasn't me. They said that was a guy. It couldn't have been me. I'm not a guy. So it seems like that's really more what it was about just based on what I was taking a look at. Anyway, 508-996-0500. The bottom line is mental illness is the issue. We talked about this last week too. Mental illness has to be the focus. We have to stop worrying about, sorry, we have to stop worrying about what their gender is. We have to stop worrying about what their affiliations are. And we have to start looking at their own personal problems because this this person, this shooter, had a lot of problems. Documented issues.
508-996-0500. Going to take my final break of this hour. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right, it is falling now. Now you can see the snowflakes. No mistaking them now uh, here in Fairhaven. So not quite sticking yet, but that's all right. The ground is still a little bit warm from all that rain that fell. But uh, we're getting closer to the point in time where you don't want to be on the roads if you can help it. So I'd say if you can't get to where you got to be within the next hour, just stay home. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.